episode 475. Thank you all for listening to episode 474. The pod plays Fortnite again. I am Sad Gray Lamarck here with my co-host. Very bright bear. And returning to co-host with us and then hopefully play Password in the second episode, depending on if our resident bird and our, our friend from what used to be the grown-up Shiv show up uh, on time. Uh, Jeremy. Yeah, thanks for having me again. Always. I'm looking forward to Password because I sat there and, and you know, Kelly had asked me, how are you guys going to do that? And I said, well, it's actually going to be really nice because it'll be me and Parrot against Shiv and Bear. And it'll be simple. Like if Bear and I are given the clues, you're just going to message me and Bear individually and say, you know, the password is golf. And, you know, then I would turn, if I, we go first, turn to Parrot and say, uh, swing, <laughs> you know, or something. And then mm-hmm. if you can't get it off it, like he says, bat, then it goes to Bear. Bear says ball, you know, and then Shiv says whatever. And it goes back and forth because you can only do one word at a time. And I'm like, it'll be cool because the people that listen will be able to play along as well. Cause they don't know the password, like right. the TV show, they know the password. So yeah. I was like, this is actually pretty neat how this is going to work out. Yeah. I like, yeah, you guys, unless you want to mute it and I whisper the password, but no, <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> the password is yeah. <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> and then no one mutes it. We know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, uh, host and then i could just see jake uh frishes <laughs> off the wall random i could see it happening but we'll see um hopefully they're on in time and we're able to get that going i know parrot will be just got to make sure shiv gets his business taken care of and he'll be here but in the meantime let's thank some people let's thank wes anderson for moments in time check him out on facebook wes anderson music give him a follow on twitter and instagram at songs by wes thanks to all work clothing visit allworkclothing.com mention overline podcast brand is going to hook you up with that deal just like he hooked us up we got some more shirts so our guys that beat us in the pick em, or well not the pick em, in the college bowl mania which was a pick em, finally mm-hmm. can get the guy his stuff and then the uh the guy that just beat us in the nca bracket i mean he finished first and second so gonna send him a nice shirt as well and a couple stickers don't have the new koozies yet so hopefully we'll have a bunch of those i'm getting 50 or 100 of those the new koozie will have our current you know these two logos actually otl red otl white will be on either side of a black koozie it's gonna look good and uh now since all our stuff the new shirts by the way, Bear, do not say this is the hoodie that we've always had, but the new shirts do not say sports podcast on the bottom, just says over the line. Nice. So what is over the line? Well, now they can ask and we can tell them. So it's a podcast where we do whatever we want because we don't care. So also thank you to Crandall Squatty Landscape and give Sean a call 419-704-5471 serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not Martinsville, Virginia. Love it. Thank you to Sparty Steve. Looking forward to seeing him soon. And last but not least, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Yeah, make sure you get to datingtransformation.com and get your, excuse me, just swallowed some ice and uh, almost died there. <clears throat> make sure you get to datingtransformation.com and get that free consultation from Connell when you mention Over the Line podcast. And in the meantime, get to amazon.com and buy Connell's book, Dating Sucks, but you don't.
And then after you read it, make sure to give it a five-star review because we know that book is worth it. It's worth its weight in gold. Five stars. We gave a few of those away back at episode 300. 300, I think. Yeah, it's been a while. You know, we're on 475. Jeremy, um, you know, we, we don't know what we're doing yet for episode 400 or 500, excuse me. We know we want to do something uh depending if we're in town because i may be down your way doing a country concert but we'll see and if not we may do another thing because ufc that night is supposed to potentially be stipe and bones jones is it not going to be now they already yeah someone got hurt so they're already pushing it out they said it will not happen this summer ah dang it yep i just saw that today Oh, well, that's unfortunate. But either way, we're going to try to do some type of celebration. Maybe, Jeremy, you can come up with a fun idea for 500. Yeah, 500 is a big one. So. Yeah. You'll, well, you have to join us for it. I mean, we'll do it on Zoom still. But uh, it's got to be something interesting, something maybe new, different, or throwback mm-hmm. homage to what we've done in the past. Um, I figured, Bear, instead of – because what do we do? The pod beats, pod beats Patty Boggs. Yeah. Pod beats Patty Boggs two Deuce Boogaloo, the Pod beats Patty Boggs three Revenge of the Shiv, and uh, and then four. I don't even know what we called four, four hundred. I think it was episode four hundred. The the pod pod does something. Let's see. Let me go backwards in my remember. backwards in my machine here on the old Spotify. The pod goes on family fight, so we kept it similar to so jeremy was here for that mm-hmm. uh when we went on family fight and uh so if we, if we keep it with always sunny the pod does something um what is it the, the pod work charlie work <laughs> pod <I> work <laughs> you get pod. a health inspection yeah. the pod does charlie work the pod does charlie work it'll be something we'll, we'll make something fun out of it looking forward to it. i thought it was just going to be otl 500 or the OTL five, you know, Daytona five hundred, OTL five hundred, <laughs> something good. Oh, the Islanders almost just scored again. Thankfully, they didn't. So, first of all, let's talk about hockey. So, why I'm sad, Gray, today is uh, the Penguins last night controlled their destiny to try to make the playoffs. They were in it with, against uh, them, Florida, and the Islanders were going after the final two spots in the wild card in the Eastern Conference uh, for the playoffs, and then. The Penguins controlled their destiny and they lost. So they lost control and gave control back to the Islanders who lost control the night before because they lost. And now the Islanders have control. So if the Islanders win, Penguins are out. If the Islanders go into overtime and lose in overtime. So if it goes to overtime, Penguins are out. Because you know, the Islanders are at least getting a point. And uh, the, the Penguins have to hope that the Montreal Canadiens win in regulation which doesn't look too promising and uh then they can get in but they'd also have to win tomorrow so mm-hmm. not looking good any which way so penguins 16 year streak is looks at which is the most in all uh the four major sports 16 years they've made the playoffs basically every year crosby's been there this might be the first year they do not and uh it's unfortunate so for as a penguins fan it sucks uh, but you know, it should be an interesting playoffs. We know that the Bruins just broke the record, uh, for most points in a season and most wins. So they are 64, 12 and five absolutely bonkers. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, th- do you think that's more impressive, you know, wherever they end? So they, they've got one game left. So let's say they end 65, 12 and five. Is that more impressive than, you know, what the, uh, the Warriors were able to do at 73 and 10? 
Oh, uh, well, the Warriors didn't win that year, so Boston has to win. Simple as that. <laughs> I mean, in terms of regular season, is the record like, is that, do you think that's tougher to do than in basketball, or is it probably just as tough? Um, I mean, I don't know. That's a good question, honestly. I feel like it would be a little harder. I think it is harder in hockey than in basketball, um, just because you know, with ties and overtime, you know, overtime losses, all of that. Um, and in hockey, it's just a lot more physical of a game than basketball too. But it seems like in basketball, you got guys sitting out every other night to in hockey. That just doesn't happen. Um, and these so guys I, are getting brutal. Yeah. I just, I mean, it's a lot harder sport to score in, right? So anything can happen any night. Usually in the NBA, if you have a pretty stacked team and they're playing, you're not going to lose to 70% of the teams if you really want. You know, if you really try each night, you're just not going to. Just like that Warriors team, right? They just – they were just solid. They had a solid, solid team. But, I mean, you look at – The Cavs beat them four times. Yeah. And you look at teams like – you know, you look at teams like Milwaukee, and they have, what, 62, 64 wins. I mean, if you really think about it, they're only nine wins off, <laughs> you know, I don't know what Boston ended up with is probably 58 to 60, but you always have Boston teams. was a game behind them. Yeah. You always have teams that are knocking close to the door, right? Teams could probably drop 65 to 70 wins in the NBA. These good teams most times, but they rest. Them. A lot of them rest a lot. You just don't see that in hockey. You just, it, it's not a lot. So yeah, it's, it's, it's good. Um, I'm yeah, Mealy Walke was 58 and 24. Boston at the second best, 57 and 25. Yeah. Second um, best record in the NBA. After that, the Sixers were third in the NBA, 54 and 28. And then the Nuggets, 53 and 29. Mm-hmm. So they were, you know, 73 is a mark. So the best record this year was 15 wins off the mark. Yep. But again, in hockey, it just, it doesn't come close. You're not getting teams that are jump, jumping in 62 wins, you know. They were 73 and 9, my fault. 72 and 10 was the Bulls. Yes, yeah, 72 and 10 was the Bulls. Bulls won the title, though. They yeah. Won. Yeah, the Warriors did not win that title. But, but don't get me wrong. I mean, is it impressive? 100%. But if you don't win the title, I mean, you're doing it's the same it. as you're Same as New England. Top, Nobody talks about them as 18 and 0. Well, look at the Red Wings the year that they – because the Red Wings had the record, right? And that was 95-96. That was the year before they won. So they didn't win the year they had the most wins either. They lost to Colorado. So, again, having the most wins, that don't mean shit. President's Cups aren't shit. Ask Alex Ovechkin. How many President's Cups – how many President's Trophies do they have? A shit ton, right? How many times was Washington the one seed and had the most wins and got beat by Pittsburgh? A fucking lot. Yeah. Most wins in the regular season don't mean shit. It just doesn't. You need to win in the playoffs. And I, I mean, I think Boston is going to. I think they're going to, I think it's going to be Boston and Edmonton. And I think it's going to be a really good series, but Boston is just stronger. And I think that they're going to end up winning the cup this year. They, you know, they got to. They come out. But again, this reminds me of, like you said, that Golden State year, that New England year. The team that's there is heavy underdog and they come out and win. I would love to see Edmonton win. Connor McDavid is something else. And that'll be their problem if they, because that could be it. That's the passing of the torch going from, you know, your pasta, your Bergeron, your Marchand to McDavid, Vander Kane, and Nugent Hopkins or um, Drysdale, Leah Drysdale, who's there too. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely going to be, um, 
a fun NHL finals coming up here in a couple of days once we have all the teams set in stone. Yeah, the playoffs are the playoffs are going to be great. You know, we're getting we're getting we have some of the matchups already, and um, out, the West is done. You know, you've got Colorado, Dallas, Minnesota, and Winnipeg going uh, out of the Central in the Pacific. You got Vegas, Edmonton, Los Angeles, and the Seattle Kraken, mm-hmm. second year team. Awesome to see them in there. And then uh, in the East, you've got Boston, Toronto, Tampa, Florida, Carolina, New Jersey, New York, and probably New York again. It's going to be New York or Pittsburgh, and right now it's seven minutes is going to tell us it's going to be uh, New York. So Pittsburgh's likely out, and um, it sucks. They had a decent year, but when you look at it, they were 40, 31, and 10, so really they were 40 and 41. And they got a game left. So you got to win this game to even be, you know, what would we look at as 500, but you still get a point for an overtime loss. So I get it, yeah. but we'll see. I mean, Red Wings look good. They were up into it until this past week. They, mm. before they got eliminated, but we knew they probably weren't going. After they won their nine in a row, they had a shot and they lost about six in a row. Then they traded everybody off and yeah, they threw some wins in here, some wins in there, but all it did was hurt their draft stock. Yep. But we're gonna see uh, as as the lineups come out, and you know what the what the matchups are gonna look like. And I think we pretty much have all of the the East. Yeah, we pretty much have everything. Colorado's playing Seattle, Dallas playing Minnesota, Vegas and Winnipeg, Edmonton and L.A. Uh, Boston would play the Islanders or Pittsburgh, Toronto and Tampa, Carolina, Florida, Jersey, New Jersey Devils, and New York Rangers. So nice little rivalry there. Should be interesting. We've got five minutes left. Islanders have 32 shots. Montreal has 15. <laughs> that yeah. is awful. That's usually how it is, though. I mean, that's the big thing of what they're what they gonna get out of it. They're gonna just keep shooting because they have to, they don't have a choice. Yep. And so right now we've got Toronto and Chicago. Winner of that is gonna play, and it looks like who's winning right now? It looks like Chicago. Winner of that's oh. going to play. Chicago was just down by 15. They're up by three now. Insane. So they're going to – winner of that's going to play Miami for the eight seed. Uh, the Hawks won, beat Miami, so they're in. They're going to Boston to play the, the Celtics. The Bucks are going to play the Heat, Raptors, or Bulls. The 76ers are going to play the Nets. That'll be a fun series. And the Cavs and Knicks, that'll be fun too. Young teams, yeah. that'll be a fun series right there. And then out in the West, the Lakers are already in. So we know that's going to happen. And um, who, the other, what, Oklahoma City and New Orleans play. Yeah, they play tonight. Winner's going to go to Minnesota, play them to be the eighth seed. So yep. D- Denver's playing one of those three teams. Memphis is playing the Lakers. Tough draw there. Sacramento is going to play Golden State. Phoenix will play the Clippers. Yeah, um, it was a pretty good playoff series there. Yeah. I could see, um, I mean, my – my Western, I think, is going to be probably Phoenix and um, um, Memphis is what I have for the Western Conference Finals. And then Eastern Conference, I'm thinking probably Milwaukee and whew, God, that Boston-Philly series, if it gets there, could be it'd be really good. It's going to be it's going to be a tough one for Boston. Yeah, I would say Philly. And I still got I, I mean. I think with a healthy Durant, Phoenix is going to be there. I wouldn't pick them over Memphis if Memphis gets there because Memphis is the team I picked. I picked Memphis beating Milwaukee. So, but with Phoenix, I would be who I'd take now. 
Yeah. And just to update people on our picks uh, for everything, I know Bear had Memphis over Milwaukee. Knicks is his surprise team. Good choice. And uh, you got Memphis in seven. Uh, Dub has Warriors over Heat. Pistons is a surprise team. Pistons were absolute trash. No! Season's over. They just score? Yeah, Islanders Good. did. We needed the over five and a half. <laughs> Perfect. Me so sad. Oh, that's it. Well, it is what it is. Put my Penguins gear away for the season. <laughs> Pull out the Celtics gear. Oh, Celtics gear. Don't do that. You don't want to jinx them next. Yeah, yeah, no shit. I haven't worn the Tatum jersey yet, so still hanging up. I'll hang it up in the background. I'll put it on Tay-Tay over here. The Tay-Tay uh, standee. Yeah. <laughs> the Tatum jersey on her. Um. But it, it, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, how it all plays out. And then uh, Bucks over Grizz for me is what I had. So you and I had the same thing. And I had New Orleans as my surprise team, the old Pelicans. And uh, they – where did they end up? Well, they're playing, uh, they're playing Orlando, Oklahoma playing, City tonight. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Should be interesting. And in the NHL playoffs, I know Bear has Edmonton. Over Carolina, they're both going to be in the playoffs, so good for Bear. Uh, Red Wings over Colorado for Dub. Wings are out. Uh, Islanders over Colorado for Parrot. Islanders are going to be in. Pittsburgh over Edmonton for me. Pittsburgh's out. And the Predators over the Islanders for our, our resident friend, uh, old Nick, who is supposed to know how to pick hockey. The Preds are in, though, right? Uh no? No. So both of his teams are out. They must have just missed it. Yeah, they did. Barely. Who, who do you have again? He had Nashville over the Islanders. So the Islanders will be in, but Nashville missed it. Okay. I just want to tell him that he's an idiot. I don't think any of his champs have really got here. So no, no he's terrible. I'm pretty sure one year he picked New Jersey and they finished dead last. <laughs> what was that? Dead last? Oh, great. Where do you finish again? So anyway, Jeremy, what's your take? I know you're a big old jazz fan. How'd they do this year? Actually, I'm in the same boat as you. We had the longest NBA playoff streak going, so I know the feeling. Um, but we did much better than anybody thought. We were 11 wins over the Vegas prediction, so I'll take it. You guys, and the best part is that you got rid of that trash bag Go Bear. Yeah, we see what he's doing now. <laughs> yeah, he's Minnesota's having a rough time right now. Yeah, they shouldn't. It shouldn't. Should be okay, but you know it's hey. not. And look who joined us, El Shiv. What's up? Not much. What am Can I you looking hear me at? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What am I looking at? Your bar. The dark dungeon. Yeah. Oh, there you are. You are there. I didn't even see your face there. (laughs) So we're Parrot just got off work. He's getting back home. We're just going through sports now. Um, So we can keep this on, keep this truck on a moving. So how about, let's talk about golf bear. What, uh, what went down at the masters this week? I saw Rory did good for three of us. Yeah. Yeah. Rory's uh, had a great week. Missed the cut. Just terrible. Um, First two days were nice. And then the rains and the wind came in um, made for an interesting tournament, but we got what we wanted. We got a live versus PGA guy and Brooks held the lead for 
three uh, three rounds and couldn't beat Rom in the last and shot a 75 on Sunday to finish tied second with another live guy, Phil Nicholson, who somehow shoots 65 and is alive and well there. Um, but yeah, PGA prevails in this one. John Rom, I mean, he's had a, I think this is his fourth win this year. Just spectacular play. Fourth, yep. So yeah, it's great for John Rom. His first one, it's funny how all of it works. They were talking about how that was Seve's birthday, who obviously was his idol growing up as a Spanish golfer. Jose Maria Thabo was there. I didn't see Sergio with him anywhere, which is a little disappointing. Um, but his caddy's number was 49. He won on four nine. So all those kind of numerical instances come together and work out for John Rom. First time Masters champ, second time major champ. So good for him. Love seeing that. Um, Spieth shot 66 to jump into the top five. Patrick Reed was tied four and Russell Henley tied four. Uh, Cam Young tied seven. Hovland tied seven. Yet the Gala ninth. So he's getting into the Masters next year. Had to be top 12. Um, and then you had Scotty Scheffler, Xander Schauffele, Colin Morikawa, all tied 10. But I think one of the other big stories was Sam Bennett, the amateur. Um, yeah. Had a rough weekend, shot 76-74, still two under, tied 16th. Um, but, I mean, played really well and held a share of the lead. So that was really cool. I was going to ask you something about that. So I know that he doesn't get any money. We know he's going to get crazy endorsement deals, but he oh. doesn't get any money. So what, what do they do with his share? They just split it amongst the other guys? Yeah, they split it up with everybody else. They just kind of throw that in. So why can't an amateur get paid? Because he's an amateur. He's not a pro. Amateurs don't get uh, paid. Well, I mean, in a technical sense, they don't, but they all get their NIL money now. So yeah, take true. that as you will. But, it, I mean, to be a professional golfer, you would have to sign on with the PGA, and that's how you would get your paycheck. So since you're an amateur, you can enter these tournaments. You can't get paid. You don't get FedEx Cup points, all of that. I think he's only – what was he 19 or 20? I think he was only a sophomore, maybe sophomore or junior in college. Um, so, I mean, he had a decision, but a lot of guys, I hope he does. And I hope he finishes his year in college and maybe goes one more. Cause obviously there's a lot of good golfers who play out there, but um, a lot of guys do this their senior year, play well at the masters. And then usually right after the masters, they'll take away their amateur status and become professional but I did not hear he was going to do that. I think he's going to finish out college or at least this year. So that's good for him though. Like you said, it's, he's probably making some good NIL money. So well, how Sam did... Bennett probably n- not just golf, like probably had the most touching sports story of the year and it's yeah. only April, but that's going to be hard to beat. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you saw that uh, gray or Jeremy, but his uh, father passed away. I think it was last year. Um, and the last thing he told him, and Shiv, correct me if I'm wrong, because I think I'm going to be, I'm trying to remember it. It was something about, um, it wasn't. They left him a note. Yeah, he left him a note. And it was, Mm. if you don't, if you don't, yeah, and he tattooed it on his arm. It was something like, if you don't try, you won't succeed. It was something like that. It was, I don't think it was that exact word. So I I apologize for what it actually said. Tattooed on his forearm in his dad's handwriting. I mean, don't wait, don't wait to do something, Pops. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely heartbreaking story. And I, I, I mean, I hope that no one has a story that is more heartbreaking than that this year, um, because that one really got me. But yeah, easily the uh, the most emotional sports story so far of 2023 and glad to see him do well. Yeah, 100 percent agree with you, 100 percent. And I, I love his confidence, um, the way he 
walked around that place with everything, you can tell he's going to be a good professional one day, which is good to see too. You want that competitiveness out there, but you are right. That was a very touching story. And it's great. Just, I mean, top 16, I can't remember the last time an amateur finished that high at Augusta. It's I'd have to look it up. I'm sure it's been a while. I'm sure they told us, but it's probably been a while. So great for him. Um, for the pod though, we had three of you guys with Rory. I'm, I leave one week and you all get on the Rory bandwagon. I wish I was here to talk you off the ledge of that because Rory puts way too much pressure on himself. It gets him to grand slam. He's not going to win the masters until like he's 42. I'm telling you right now, it's just not going to happen. He does it every year. Well, can you at least agree that he is one of the best dressed athletes in all of professional sport? Rory. Yeah. I like his style, man. No. Is, is it the Nike? It might be the Nike. He was okay. never afraid to wear pink back before guys wore pink. True. I kind of like that about him. He's fit, so his clothes are form-fitting as well. It's not like sloppy like some of the other guys you see out there. But, yeah, I, I can agree with that. I think Rory I, uh, puts his stuff. I like his swagger, too. I mean, Rory's got plenty of it. Yeah, I think I think this week – being he needs to win this for his major grand slam and all the shit he's talked about live, I think all kind of came together this week and just way overwhelmed him 100%. And it is what it is. He'll be back. He'll win a major this year. He'll win a major this year. Um, I took Scheffler, had a rough go of it Friday, Saturday, came out and got a, uh, got a 10th. So that's good. And then uh, I'm assuming you guys picked for Cody. Yeah, we picked for Cody. <laughs> got him a second. And you guys picked Brooks Kepka for him and got him got him a second. So but I see he, he, he picked this week. He picked this week. He picked Colin Morikawa. Um, and then just quickly updated standings. Uh, I'm still in the lead at 29 and a half. Barron second at 32.9. Dub 34.6. Parrot 40.2. And Cody 49.3. So that would mean I go first this week. I'm going to take a guy who traditionally plays well here. I think out of the last six, he has four top ten, so I'm going to make it simple. Patrick Cantlay. All right. You and Dub on that. Why don't you just put Parrot down for Cantlay so you guys all get another missed cut this week? Shut up. <laughs> Dub also took Cantlay uh, for the pod listeners. Um, I am going with Shane Lowry this week. He has good course history here. I think he's finished top ten here the last three years as well. So we're going to go with the big man had a good showing um, at the Masters as well. I think he got a top 20 play. He was up there for a little bit, right? but we'll go Lowry this week. And then next week we got, um, we have to pick the two golfers. So that'll be interesting. And actually I was right before No, this, no homo gooch for me this year. No, no homo gooch for you. Um, <laughs> last year, uh, right before this, while I was on mute before I got on the show, I was talking to my cousin who lives down in Hilton Head um, and her work has rbc heritage that's what we were talking about she knows nothing about golf so she was asking me about protocol and all that shit so she will be down there um at the rbc heritage and i said how about next year you get your loving cousin some tickets that'd be great yeah and then uh and and your loving cousin's <laughs> podcast brethren uh so he can come too uh, but see what she can drum up because that would be fun to go to yeah, see, I, I know, speaking of, like, fun and traveling places, I'm going to be traveling to Vegas Labor Day weekend for uh, old Robbie in the Lobby's 60th birthday, and uh, we're going to be playing golf and uh, with with um, our friends Hunter and Ryan, 
uh, Ryan, who does the, he owns a merchandise company that does Luke's merch. Hunter's Luke's best friend. And then we're, and Luke might be coming with us too. So be a fun time out there golfing in Vegas, go to the show, hang out with those guys and not drink. So it'll be interesting. If I come out of retirement for a weekend, which I will not tell anybody, it would be that weekend. Uh, but I, I think the, I'm I hear the water. Retired. I hear the water is good in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, I've but, never had it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but for funsies, uh, Jeremy, you got to pick this week for golf. Um, I haven't really looked at the field is, uh, so a lot of people pull, are playing. I may pull a parrot here, but is Corey Connors in there? He is. Yeah. All right. I think I'm gonna go with him. He was sort of a, bust for me uh with the masters but maybe he'll plug her in for you jeremy and then what about you shiv i'm looking at who's playing right now you know the whole live and pga thing just fucks everything up (laughs) because used to be you knew you knew who was playing and now you got to look that shit up every week yeah this is a pretty stacked field, which I'm impressed with after the Masters. Yeah, no kidding. Good God. Don't take Kepka. Don't take Dustin Johnson. Don't take any live guys. I'm not. Um, I might go Dark Horse. All right. <laughs> I'm going dark horse. I'm going to go Davis Love the Third. I think um, if you are on any of the sports betting websites, throw a dollar on him because he's probably about a hundred thousand to one, and that would be the ultimate ultimate play right there. That would be awesome. I'm going to do that. You heard it here. You heard it here first. If if Davis Loves the Third wins, I am buying Shiv dinner at wherever the hell he wants. Yeah, that guy's been out of the game forever, but uh, I'm going to say he's mounting a comeback. I love it. I love it. So switching over to uh, and and fun fact about NAS or uh, NASCAR golf, I was going to mention too. So Dub is in third, and he has three wins. That's it. He has three. I have one. That's the only other win this season. Dub has three and four missed cuts. But old Dub. Old Dub doing what Dub does. So NASCAR, uh, we had the Food City Dirt Race this past weekend. What happened in that one? I know my guy finished second. Reddick, bastard. Christopher Bell won that, didn't he? Uh, yes. Um, by the way, Davis loved the third, 2,500 to one. Nice. Score. <laughs> Win. I, so- I, I dropped a big fat quarter on it just for you, Shiv. Um. Yeah. So I want, I want like ten percent of that if you win. I told you dinner, whatever you want. I'm okay. gonna get steaks for that. We're not going to Mancy's. That place uh, had a bad restaurant review. Uh, was it a Yelp review? No, no. It like they had like rats in the kitchen. Oh, that's right. No, yeah, they actually had a yeah they had a health inspector bad review. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going there ever again. Hey, a- hey, Parate. Who you got for uh, golf this week, dude? I don't know. <laughs> All right, give him a, give him a minute to think. Give him a minute to think. Let his brain work here. We'll talk about a uh, food city dirt race in <laughs> Um, really good race on the dirt. 
a lot of the guys still hate it for whatever reason. But um, this time, finally, the top of the top dirt racers were up up um, in the lead here, which hasn't happened a little bit. So um, Christopher Bell ended up winning the race, which top-notch dirt racer should have won last year, got taken out by Chase Briscoe. I thought it was going to happen again this year with Reddick and Bell, um, but Reddick didn't quite catch him. He was right there on his doorstep. That could have taken a two from Gray down to about a 20 if they would have wrecked each other. That's what happened to me last year, bastards. Yep. And Chase Briscoe would have came in for the steal this time, not been on the uh, wrecking side of it. But, um, yeah, I thought it was a really good race. I thought it was fun. They did it well. So, really good. Christopher Bell in the playoffs. We got another dif- different winner. So, um, we're on, on board there. And I don't know if anyone took him. I was looking, but I don't think so. Um, but we had, what, Dub had a 30 out of Corey LaJoy. I don't know why the hell he even picked Corey LaJoy. Wild. Got a five out of Chase Briscoe. A two for Gray for old Tyler Reddick. Cody <laughs> 37 out of Joseph Logano. He had a rough go of it, didn't he? He was in the wrong spot at the wrong time about three times in that race. I almost felt bad for him. I don't even like him. I felt bad for him. And uh, Parrot got a 23 out of Ryan Blaney. So this week, we're going to the paperclip, Martinsville. There he is. That's <laughs> exactly the track record. Martinsville, right here. That's actual size, too. Actual size of Martinsville. Um, can you – actually, I can scroll down my fast. Just updated standings. Um, Gray is in first still at 13.9. I jumped into second with a 15.6. Parrot is in third with a 16. <laughs> Cody in fourth, barely picking his own guys at a 16.4. And Dub in last, 20.6. Great, Dub. All right, yep. So I am first. I'm going to take a guy that uh, that runs well here. And uh, he's won a couple races this year. Give me Bill Byron. Oh, Billy Byron. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with Ryan Blaney this week. I think it's finally the week he's going to get off the schneid. Um, need a big, big week from Blaney. I think he's going to get the dub this week at Martinsville. Sneaky, good track history here. Cody actually picks and takes Denny Hamlin. He's starting to study. I'm pretty sure he's watching NASCAR on Sundays now. He won't admit it, but he is. We know he is. And then uh, Dub had had uh, Josh Berry in there, but Chase Elliott's back, so he went with Ryan Priest. Now, Parrot, do you know golf or NASCAR yet? They're at Martinsville, correct? Yes, sir. All right, I'm taking Joel Damon for golf. That's your boy. Yeah, he's my idol. Is he playing? Said it was on the ESPN in the field, so if it's not an ESPN <laughs> lion, then he should be good. Um, let's see. Give me. Is there? Isn't there a racer with the last name Boucher or something? Yeah, Chris yeah. Boucher. Chris Boucher. Give me him, because I can't get the race to load. So give me him. All right, and then uh, for our guest Jeremy, who's your driver this week? Uh, I haven't had a chance to do my research yet, but let's go with Daniel Suarez. I like Suarez. And Shiv? Going to go Chase Elliott. Comeback train. Should be interesting. We'll see how they fare. All right. And said we were going to do a few other things today. One of those things was to cover what happened at UFC this past weekend. I saw my our, our boy Rojas lost. Uh, yeah, he was terrible. Talked all that shit. 
absolutely god awful terrible. We'll never pick him again. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, Izzy got his belt back. That's the big thing. Knocks out Pereira, um, hell of a knockout. Kind of baited him in and just got him with a great right hook to the jaw, just exactly like the last time. Just like I said, the bell couldn't save him this time. Honestly, he should have lost the last fight too, but the bell saved Pereira at the end in the second round. Same exact thing. Um, great fight though. Really enjoyed it. Happy to see Izzy get his belt back. As I text you guys at night, I really hope that they don't do a third fight with them. I think both of them should fight somebody else. And then if Pereira wins and Izzy wins, they should fight each other one more time. But I, I don't really think that they should fight a third time in a row. Just my personal opinion. Yeah, you made it sound like they're not. Like Pereira is yeah, going up a weight class. Okay, that'd be interesting. That'd be he's going he's going up where he should be, and they basically said he's going to go up, and um, it's not going to happen. And basically, Adesanya just said, "Like good fucking luck, whoever fights him next." Yeah, dude. Uh, one Pereira would is going to be scary at two hundred five, for sure. So that'll yeah, that would be good if he goes up there. Give them some more competition. I would like to see that. Um, Burns and Masvidal kind of knew what was coming there. Burns kind of just whipped his ass. Masvidal retired, I think. He didn't really yep. didn't really say he did, but he pretty much said he did, but he never dropped his gloves, so there was a lot of speculation behind that. He um, said he doesn't feel the same anymore. Yeah, and he said he's made the money and he's happy and he wants to be with his family and all that, but usually the guys drop the gloves and he just never did, so... It just kind of leaves the door open. I, I think he's done. That's how I feel. And the Bulls just beat the Raptors in the play-in. Nice. Um, and who was the third? There's one more good fight on that one. Gray, who was that? Do you remember? For uh, UFC. So yeah. we had uh, Burns and Masvidal, as you said. Rob Font. Font Alvarez. Yeah. That was a good fight. Rob Font had just a, a few. I mean, they were throwing, but Font ended up knocking him out. That was a hell of a fight. In round one, like it's quick. That's that Bantam weight, though. They just throw throw bombs. Yeah, but a lot of times, even when they connected, just I mean, don't get me wrong. If it connected, if it the wind connected with me, I would have been knocked out for three days. But those guys seem to just take punches like no other. But it was. I thought it was a. Uh, I thought it was a hell of a hell of a fight card. What we got on Saturday, one of the best ones USC UFC has put on this year. Yep, and then Kevin Holland, yeah, he also had a knockout as well. Mm-hmm. So UFC was fun this weekend, and um, I don't think we have anything for a while now, right? I mean, I think we just have our standard cards, but nothing. Bad. I don't think until I think there's one in May coming. Uh, it's probably about a month from now. Uh, yeah, 288 is on the sixth. I think that's is that Volkanowski, uh, Al Jermaine Sterling and Henry Cejudo. Oliveira is finding Darius. Uh, Andrade is fighting Zoanon, Bryce Mitchell, Jonathan Pierce, uh, and then Gracie Agents, Jordan. Okay, that'll be good. That'll be a solid pay per view card right there. Yeah, should be, should be an interesting one, and we'll see. And like you said. Thought we were going to get Stepe and uh, Bones Jones down the road here, but it doesn't look like it. Yeah, I think we're not going to get that until until the winter. It sounds like, or they, you know, or do they save it to next June and do it at three hundred? You know, I just don't know if they can both wait that long. Probably not, not. Neither of them are getting any younger. No, 
Nope. So other than that, um, anything else on the uh, sports relative, Mark? Nope. Uh, we talked about basketball. We talked about hockey, both playoffs starting here. Um, obviously, baseball started up. The only thing of note of that is the Rays. Um, I think they won again today. So that is 12-0 to start the year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they are 12-0. Uh, they won 9-7 and beat Boston today. So they are – two wins away from the, well, two wins away from breaking the record um, to start a season with the most consecutive wins. And um, one went away from tying it, which was 13 and 0, which I think was the 87 or 83 Brewers, maybe is what it is. 87 or 83 Brewers, whichever. Um, and they play Boston in a day game tomorrow at home. So very good shot to uh, win number 13 for the Rays and, and tie that record. That's absolutely insane. And then to break the record, they were, they're playing at Toronto on Friday night. So it would be a tough one, but um, a lot of people have uh, – a lot of people have kind of shit on them a little bit. You do know who they've started with, right? Who? Boston. The four worst teams in baseball. Detroit, Washington, Oakland, and Boston. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I was just thrilled the Yankees have beaten uh, the Guardians two games in a row. Yeah, uh, it was the series – it was the series to not get out in front early. Yankees go up two nothing day one, lose three to two. Guardians go up two nothing yesterday, lose eleven to two. Guardians go up three nothing today, lose four to three. Yeah. <laughs> so, Do not get up in the series. Yeah, don't get up in the series. But it's still early for baseball. That was the only thing of note was the Rays' potential historic start. Right, and then a um, few other things here. So season four of Dark Side of the Ring starts on May thirtieth. Uh, some of the confirmed episodes. My favorite one, Relationship of Chris Candido and Sonny. Disaster. <laughs> Magnum TA's car accident. Big good one. Yep. Uh, Abdullah the Butcher, Marty Jannetty. Love to see Marty Jannetty. Like, you're going to see his rise and then his fall after going through that glass. I think he's still falling. Yes, I do too. <laughs> um, and then Toledo, just to, for fun, Toledo's Jared Anderson made quick work of another opponent. He's 14-0 and now in uh, heavyweight boxing. 14 knockouts and he's ranked number nine in WBO. And I think um, Toledo's Zia cook who went to Rogers was drafted 10th overall by the Los Angeles sparks in the WNBA. Uh, was it 10th? Yeah, it was 10th by the sparks. Yep. Mm-hmm. So she's going to LA. Um, another thing there, San Jose defenseman, Eric Carlson became the first NHL defenseman to score a hundred points in a season since 91, 92. So just for perspective, uh, that is a big goddamn deal to score 100 points as a defenseman. Who who was it um, back in? 92? Leach. Okay. Ryan Leach. Okay. The uh, And then, yeah, like you guys said, I, I had screenshotted the whole thing with Sam Bennett, the tattoo from his that he got of his dad. Uh, my favorite stat of the week, though, this week, I sent it to you guys. Uh, well, first off, this isn't it, but University University of Iowa had to pause women's basketball ticket sales for next season because of the high demand of 6,700 new season ticket requests. Just absolutely insane. Yeah, I mean, that's – and Caitlin Clark, she is going to be there next year too, right? She can go yep. prep. Yep. Is that a dog over where you are? Yeah, that's why I was muting it. Yeah, the um, – so another fun stat, Brady Ware of the University of Indianapolis threw a no-hitter and hit for the cycle in the same game. That's absolutely insane. 
do you have on there the uh, seven to five no hitter? Yes, that was the my fun stat of the day. Um, so the Rocket City Trash Pandas um, <laughs> lost to the Chattanooga Lookouts seven to five. The Chattanooga Lookouts had zero hits and won seven to five. There were five walks, four hit by pitches, no hits, seven runs. The uh, Trash Pandas lived up to their name very well in that game. One of the best logos I have seen. But just what a – I saw that. I was like, that can't be real. There's no way that's real. And it was absolutely real. Uh, and for fun, as we talked about, the Masters, the line for the merchandise, uh, they were going to do $70 million in merch sales that week. $10 million a day, $1 million an hour, 16000 a minute, $277 a second. Yeah, that's one you need to get on the books. Uh, yeah, well, I've, I've got my people working on it. <laughs> <laughs> I would be, I would retire. I would be done for the year. When I heard we got uh, the one that we're supposedly getting in June, I was like, okay, I can, uh, I could probably do that and be done for the season and be happy. But uh, we'll st- still keep going. There's quite a few we're going to do. So we'll be fun. Looking forward to it. But that's all we got this week. Parrot, you got anything else? Nothing. No, I got nothing for you this week. All right. We'll be, we'll see you on password. We're looking forward to that. Thanks to Shiv for popping in late, Parrot popping in late, Jeremy for co-hosting, of course. Uh, thanks to Wes Anderson. Thanks to Crandall's Quality Landscaping, Conover, DatingTransformation.com, All Work Clothing, and, of course, Sparty Steve. As always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. No thanks to Bear, though. Bird. Davis loved the third winning this weekend would be the second best story of the year.